Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready for some hot, steamy conversation? <laughs> I don't know how steamy it is, but hot, yeah. <laughs> My mother and I had a fantastic relationship. This is Stephen, and I just want to share. Uh-huh. Yeah, I want to expound on that just quickly, because the real man... Good morning, and welcome to Coffee Talk. I'm Soy, host of the fastest growing online talk show where we discuss real topics with real people in real situations. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and what a great morning it is. What's going on, people? Thanks for tuning in for another exciting broadcast of Coffee Talk with Soy. And Nevin here in the studio. Good morning, Nev. How are you? Good morning, Sister Soy. How you doing this morning? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm always good, Nevin. Sometimes better than other days, but it's always good. It's always good because we could be somewhere else, right? You got that right. You got that right. Yes, indeed. And I'm excited about... Some of the things that's going on, it's a new year, and and generally when the start of the year, people are beginning to plan and put their, um, you know, whatever happened in 2012 happened, it's over, it's done. And so now this is an opportunity for people to start afresh and to start anew, and people are excited about putting their things in order, like their their workout plan now. You know, they're like, okay, I'm going to work out this year, and and the gyms Mm -hmm. are crowded right about now. In January, they're crowded. (laughs) And people are excited about about that. And then what happens is um, you got your um, you put you you know you put your relationship in order. You, you got your workout plan in order. And then you got some other ideas that have been floating around your head, and you don't know what to do with them. Right, right. It's um, I don't know. It's 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 something called life, I guess, that interferes with people's uh, plans and what they th- thought about trying to do at the end of the last year, going into this year, like we talked about a couple shows ago with our resolutions or goals, um, just depends on how well intended you are on getting those goals accomplished. And businesses and entrepreneur ventures are uh, a large part of many people's, uh, like myself, uh, goals and, and not necessarily a resolution. I don't like to put time stamps on them, but trying to make it a goal before the end of the year to have realized some of those entrepreneurial uh, ventures and seeing things come to fruition for myself. Excuse me. So um, that's what we are focusing on, making those things happen and getting into your plans and what you need to do to make that happen. So you got yeah, you got to make it happen. You got to make it happen because I mean, how long have you been thinking and wanting to start your own business? Are you one of those people that have convinced yourself that you don't have enough money or you're not ready or it's just not the right time? I'm trying to tell you the time is now. You need to get started, people. You need to get started because these visions and these ideas could be your ticket to freedom. It could be your ticket to financial freedom. It could be your ticket to um, just having a burst of energy about your life. It can reignite you. You know, a lot of people who have their own businesses didn't start out 
having their own business because they desired to make money, they started doing things that they were passionate about. I mean, it's to a point that you can't even sleep at night because you're thinking about, how can I do this? I should do this. And every day that you sit up, by the grace of God, that you sit up on your bed and plant your feet on the floor and begin to walk into your bathroom or your closet and get dressed, you are dreading your day because you don't want to be where you are. And I'm here to tell you that you don't have to be. We're here to encourage you this morning to put fire under your feet that, and, and to just let you know that your ideas and your thoughts are your ticket out. So we're going to get started this morning by helping you get a plan together, getting a plan together and starting your new venture of entrepreneurship. We're going to use the acronym PLAN, P-L-A-N. I think that's appropriate this morning. Now, what do you think about that? It sure is. It sure is. It lays out every letter lays out something different that you need to kind of focus on at some point to uh, see what you're going to do to effectively and proactively put into play for your ventures and what you have in mind. So starting with the P in the word plan, plan proactively. Start writing down your ideas. Sometimes your vision comes to you in pieces, and sometimes you see the end before the beginning. Write it down and begin meditating on it. That's, that's powerful. That, that, that's powerful. And, and just to be transparent and share with the listeners, Nevin, when, when we started this show, it came in pieces. It, it, it came in pieces. The the vision of speaking before audiences all over the world came before I even knew what I was going to be speaking about. Wow. I just had a vision. Like, one, one day I'm going to be, I just saw it. You know, it's just like a dream, you know, or a vision, or your daydream. It just come to you, and then sometimes it shocks you because you don't know how I'm gonna get there, or when is, or what right. am I gonna be? But you write it down. You write it down. It's kind of like putting a puzzle together, and and and, and, and if you and when you begin to believe in it, it, it starts to make sense with you after a while. But don't take it for granted. Don't take it for granted. That's right. And as you begin meditating on it and focusing on it. It becomes more real to you the more you think on it. Sometimes, sometimes we get lost in our own thoughts if we uh, can't focus on it or see it and visualize it. And one of the things uh, that's so powerful about writing down your thoughts or the things that you see happening is that you get a chance to almost touch it every day, more than just a mental thought, but you can focus on it, and it helps you to meditate on how you're going to carry that out. But moving to the L is... Listen to your thoughts. God gave you a vision for a reason, and he trusts you to carry it out. What do you think about that, Sora? Listen to your thoughts. Wow. You know, sometimes uh, when I think about listen to your thoughts, I think about getting in a place where you can hear yourself. Sometimes we're mm-hmm. so caught up in the in the rat race, we're distracted by what's going on in our lives, and we don't separate ourselves from things so that we can process and, and, and listen to our thoughts. You know, set aside time in your day so that you can look at what you've read because you've written it down, you're meditating on it, and you're putting your place, yourself in a place where you can listen and hear. 
so that he can speak to you and guide you, whatever it is you believe in, and your inner being, the universe, you know, we call it God, but whatever it is you believe in, that inner you will begin to speak to you, listen to it as it guides you to where you need to be and where you're trying to get to in terms of this thing that you're passionate about that could very well open up a gate for you to be an entrepreneur. Mm. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's deep right there. Just listening to you, I guess you separate yourself. When I think about rat race, I saw a quote the other day that says, the thing about the rat race is that even if you win, you're still a rat. So I always I always think about a, a, a thousand rats going in the same direction, getting clustered, and they run over each other. They don't like each other, and they get caught up in that confusion. And, this, it's, it, you know, it's really, really crazy, but you have to separate yourself from that. When you, Whenever you get time, in the middle of the night, early in the morning, whatever it may be, to listen to your thoughts and hear your vision, wherever it comes from, as you mentioned Universe, your God, whatever it is that those thoughts in. No, 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 not not whenever you get time. Never, they have to make time. You know, make you got time. to make. You, it's just like working out any other thing you desire. You, you ain't gonna ever have time. That's right. Something, and we all know we can't get that back. You know, That's right. there would never ever be a ten oh nine in January on January twenty six two thousand thirteen. Ever again, it's gone. So you you're not gonna get the time back. So all you can do um, is, is, well, I think what you should do is, pre- is prepare yourself for a plan for the time, you know, because, you know, not whenever you get time, because you'll never get time. Yeah. I don't have time to be here right now. I have, you have to make time. You have, you to, have make to make time. It. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Glad you said that, Soy. Glad you said that, because then it leads right into our A of the word plan is act. Making time, you act on it, and you act on your vision, your dream. You act on your thoughts. All of it leads to taking action. And that's so powerful because you have to move. You have to get moving to make something happen. Everything doesn't happen from a seat uh, behind a computer or whatever it is where you're planning and putting things into motion. Uh, The first step, you have to take that next step, and that's to act on what you see, what you're thinking, and you have to figure out uh, how you can act on it. And this has led to, for me, directly into the end of plan, negotiate, negotiate when needed. And I've had to, in, in, in putting my own business objectives into play and things that I want to do, I've had to negotiate with several people, several circumstances, uh, you know, different situations, but all with purposefully carrying out my vision and the things that I've been given and that's on my heart, I've had to negotiate. So what do you think about those two, the act and the, and the negotiate part of plans? So what? I, I think they go hand in hand together. Um, if I can just throw um, some legal points in there. If you're acting on your thoughts and you're negotiating, you may think, um, one thing comes to mind is, what am I going to name this business? Okay, and so you you are, now you're going to pursue uh, a name. And there, there are ways that you can go about do this. Whatever you want your company to be, once you figure that out, you can you can do things like Google the name of your, your company. You can also um, 
contact your secretary of state and and, and you know everything is is everything is electronic these days it makes it a lot simpler for us you don't have to um run around and go to this place and go to this place you can directly get online if you don't have internet access at home you can always use any public library you can get online and you can begin to start writing these things down in your journal where you've already begun planning your ideas and writing them down you're listening to your thoughts, and now you're activating your thoughts, and you're negotiating. So if you want your company name to be ABC, and you look ABC Hardware, and you Google it, and you, oh, that name has been taken, now you're negotiating. That doesn't mean that you can't fulfill your dreams. You maybe just can't use that name because the name has already been, been taken. And so you, you Google something else. And if you Google it and you don't find it, that doesn't mean that it's free and clear, but that's just um, a very generic way of starting your search then you will contact your Secretary of State. Every state has one. And under that website, you have information about um, what it takes to start a business in your state. It's different in general in, in various states. Sometimes you need business license. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you need insurance. Sometimes you don't. It's going to depend on the state that you're in. And so that comes to mind, Nevin, when I, when I think of activating your thoughts and negotiating them, because now you you, you – you are really beginning to plan. You are beginning to plan and to put it in action. You're, you're putting the framework together about your business, a name, um, a, a slogan line, or um, any acronyms you want to use, and, and that sort of thing. Now you're beginning to formulate. It's, it's becoming real. And, you, and you're going to continue doing this throughout the process, throughout the process. But it's part of the process. We all go through it. And so that's what comes to mind when, when you say activate and negotiate. Oh, wow. That was a mouthful, but it definitely hones in completely on what we're going to be talking about today with our expert. Um, and it's, just, it's, it's really, really good stuff. Act, negotiate, listen to your thoughts, P, plan. You're always planning on something, so plan to make the moves towards your own entrepreneurial business setup and what you want to do for you and your family. So who are we bringing on? So who's our great guest this morning? Our guest that's going to support us, and, and actually um, he's, going to, he's going to effectively um, explain to our audience what it really means to put a plan in action. This man has been running a business since he's been 15 years old, and he's out of the – he has a lot of material – to share, he comes out of um, one of our southern states, <laughs> good old southern hospitality. We're going to bring on Mr. Pat Mazur so he can explain to our audience what it means to um, plan your business. Good morning and welcome to the show, Pat. How are you? Thanks, Zoe. You know I am well, thank you. One of the things that – go ahead. No, I'm sorry, Pat. Go ahead. I'm excited. <laughs> one of the things that, that – I try to do with, with my clients, and, and as you know, I coach entrepreneurs on how to get their businesses up and running, is to bring up something you brought up early on, and Nev, I think you did too, this whole idea of having a goal. And when they're working on creating a plan, look at the goal as being a destination. Look at building the business as being a journey. And what the plan does is that tells you that gives you the roadmap and tells you where you're going along the way to get to the goal, your destination. Um, Cervantes 
the author of Don Quixote had a great quote, and he said, the journey is better than the end. And when we're working on our plans, when we're trying to decide what we want to do to build our business, the idea is make it fun, make it enjoyable, make it you, make it all the things that you want to do. You know, Nev, you brought up a great point about the whole idea of, yeah, you can be the winner of the rat race, but you're still a rat. You know, when we go on our own, when we create our own businesses, we really are escaping the rat race. And if we're doing what we're passionate about, like you said, Soy, you know, that allows us to really get into what we enjoy. It's going to make our life a whole bunch more fun. And so that's what I do when I'm, when I'm working with my clients. We're working on plans. I say make it a journey. You know, create a roadmap for your own success. You know where your goal is. What are all the towns you're going to hit along the way? And that's, that, to me, is one of the great secrets of successful planning. Pat, tell us about, um, I understand that you started your um, your first business at age 15. What was your business journey like for you, and, and how did you get to the point that where you wanted to start um, coaching other people? Well, my first business, I was in a band. Um, I actually was playing in nightclubs before I could drive a car, and, and that was my first business. Um, I marketed it by sending out letters. This is back in the 1960s. I marketed it by sending out letters to high schools and colleges saying we'd play your dances. And it did very well with it. That was kind of how the whole thing got started. And that was my, like I said, my first business. That continued all the way through college. Um, after that, I was uh, in nightclubs for about six years and then got tired of the road and said, okay, well, enough of this nonsense. I'll go do something else. And have been in and out of my own businesses throughout my life. I've been employed by companies, but I've also always had that that solo entrepreneur kind of spirit. And then in 1995, I started an aviation consulting company, which did very well right up until the terrorist attacks of 9-11, and then it was just put in the ground real quick. Uh, Did some work with mortgage companies after that, which is where my book Mortgage Ripoffs comes from. And then about six years ago, as coaching was beginning to really heat up as, as an industry, I thought, you know, it would be fun to show other people what I've learned over the 50-plus years of my life about how to create successful businesses. And I will say this, that, yeah, planning is important without a doubt. Execution is important without a doubt. But I will tell you the most important key of all you brought up in your letter P, proactive. You've got to be passionate about it. If it's something you really enjoy and you enjoy doing, um, that will have more effect on success than anything else. Uh, as I say to many of my clients, would you do this for free? Let's say you couldn't be paid. Would you do it for free? Do you enjoy it that much? And if the answer is yes, then I know they're on the mark for themselves. And that's pretty much how I've done things with my life. Is it what I enjoy? If the answer is yes, I know I'm doing it right. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I, I think I think you get paid in the end, and, and mm-hmm. not only in terms of. I mean, it, it's it's a we we all are passionate about something, right? And some of the things we're passionate about may lend itself where it, it it's going to create wealth. That wealth may be an enormous um, exuberant of life and energy, um, the ability to meet certain people and to go certain places. It, it may generate that for you. It may generate a financial. Um, gain for you as well, but 
like Pat said earlier, like we mentioned earlier in the show, the quality of life that it gives you, you can't get it nowhere else. You can't buy mm-hmm. it anywhere else. So crossing over to that spirit of entrepreneurship does have has its rewards. And and if you are a person who have had these visions and 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 these dreams of being of, of doing these kind of things, act now. Act now. You you are already equipped to do it because you have the dream, you have the vision. That's, and that's absolutely true, Soy. Um, Napoleon Hill said that we would not have a desire for whatever our goal is, however we define riches, as he put it, if we didn't have the ability to realize that desire. Hmm. Hmm. Say that one more time, Pat, so that our listeners can yeah. read that. Yeah. Napoleon Hill was the author of the book Think and Grow Rich. And what he said was, one of the keys to success is desire. We have to really want what it is that we're going after. But what he said that's even more important than that is that we wouldn't have the desire if we didn't have the ability to realize that desire. Right, right. God or the universe, whatever, doesn't work that way. It doesn't give you a desire you can't have. That's right. One of the one of the strongest things that is brought up at that point, Pat, is that in fact we mentioned this last week, is that a lot of people want the results without the work. So they don't want the work. Exactly. And that's the thing that we oftentimes find out painfully and in the end and it crushes. Sometimes we end up being our own dream crusher. You know, mm-hmm. as we talked about last week in depth is that we oftentimes want that end result without working for it because everybody, you know, you don't want to grind, as they say, putting your nose to the stone and going through the motions and going through the times that you won't make any money because so many people see the end before the middle and the beginning. You just see the dollar signs and not really committing yourself to excellence as far as, far as it goes. You know, I often, uh, you know, I've had to, you know, reshape some things and move in a different direction, but my ultimate purpose has always been to bless others. So I know that I would do what I'm doing if I didn't get paid regardless because it's in me. It's, you know, it's a desire to help someone achieve their goals and their dreams and just to live a better quality of life. So with that goal in mind, I know that I'll be successful regardless whether it was money involved or not. But I want to help others be able to give back as well. So people don't see uh, the you know, they see the end far too often as being a financially rich one, and I think they, uh, you know, fall short and trip themselves up on the way. Pat, yeah, I agree with that. Think, what do you think, Pat, um, in your experience and the time that you've been coaching, what has been a number one challenge in the plan process? And how the, can people biggest, overcome it? The, the biggest challenge that I've seen is they've got, and Nev, you just said this, you know, they've got the destination very clearly in mind, but they don't know how they're going to get there, or they don't want to put in the effort, you know, and that comes back to the A in your plan. Act. You have to act. Um, You know, I I have had clients who say, oh, no, I can visualize this, and I can affirm this, and it's all going to happen. No, it's not, because the only thing that makes it happen is action. And and that is, for me, that's always been the toughest thing to get over with clients 
you know, they want to take an approach of, no, I'm going to pray on it or I'm going to visualize it, and it just doesn't work. You know, it works when you get out there and get the job done. And that's kind of a cold way to put it, but it happens to be the truth. Hey, Pat, even prayer without works is dead, so. <laughs> that's what the Bible says. Night. But pray, yeah, pray without works is dead, so that doesn't even work. <laughs> but I believe that, that, you know, when we've got a good goal, and, and, and you said this in the L, you know, listen to your thoughts. We'll get ideas. Ideas will come. All we have to do is just be quiet and do some listening. Well, Pat, I, I, um, I have definitely enjoyed having you on this segment uh, as the show. As we, 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 We're going to do some other entrepreneurial workshops, so stay tuned with us. Today we talked about planning, turning your ideas into a plan, getting started, and we gave you ideas on that. We went through the acronym of P-L-A-N and what that means. We also shared with you some legal tidbits on what you can do legally to begin to start your business in terms of finding a name, finding out if you need a business license or not, um, checking with your Secretary of State website, checking with the IIS website so you can get an EIN number, and also checking with your uh, Secretary of State to see if you need any insurances or any licenses to operate and run your business. Those are some very good tidbits that we have uh, shared with you this morning. Um, Also, let me share with you, um, actually, let me let Pat um, share his information where we can get in touch with you. Because once you start your plan, he is a coach, he is available. So, Pat, give him your contact information so they can reach you. Okay, the best way to do that is through my website, which is www.com. Pat, P-A-T, Mazor, M-A-Z-O-R, dot com. And that has got my email address on there. It's got um, my phone numbers, all sorts of ways to contact me. Um, also has a lot of information on what I do. And my coaching program for entrepreneurs is to help them get the entire picture. I don't just focus on marketing. I don't just focus on the management aspect. I try to get it all. Uh, and one of the things that I learned a long time ago is that most entrepreneurs have got a pretty good toolkit going in, and they may only be lacking one or two things. So my program is very a la carte. You know, what, what they want to focus on, what they want to learn, that's what I offer them. Okay. And, and I'm here to tell you as an entrepreneur my, um, myself, people, it's not easy. It is, it's not easy. But it's so rewarding, and you do need support. You do need someone in your corner. It, it, it'll, be, it, it'll be perfect if the people in your household and, and, and the person that you're in a relationship with, your spouse and your family, were supporting you. It would make it a lot easier. But it does appear that sometimes you are working all the time, but when you enjoy it, it's not like you're working. But you do need support. You do need people in your corner. It does help you. And if you do not have that ready available, there are people like Pat who can assist you. And and even if you don't um, retain someone for the duration, you do need to be talking with someone, especially if you've never operated a business before. It's not not unreachable for you. But these tools are very necessary and they're very helpful. I agree with all of that. I just love that. Yeah. (laughs) I just thought I'd share that, Pat. I think that they needed to hear that. 
Yeah, support really is is huge, Soy. Um, I couldn't do what I do if I didn't have a support of family and friends. Guidance is, is, is important, you know, because we can often get discouraged. But, uh, again, and especially with entrepreneurship, because it's such a, it's an area that, that people don't always want to go into. You know, my sister would always say that. She would tell me this, and we had debated about this for years, and I think I'm finally starting to see her point. She would say that there are ordinary people and then there are extraordinary people. And me being optimistic, you know, thinking the world, you know, is just such a great place. Like, oh, no, everyone has the ability to reach their potential. And she's like, no, but they're not going to do that. There are extraordinary people and then there's ordinary people. And if you feel that you are extraordinary and you want to reach for the stars, it's there for you. But you've got to surround yourself with those who feel the same and believe in the same pattern that you do, or it will appear that they're pulling you down. So if you're extraordinary, get out there, start your business, get started, leave the rat race, and begin to experience a whole different level of life. It's worth it. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Absolutely. There's, there's one more thought I'd like to kind of share on that, Soy, which I, which I think a lot of people um, can use. I had a, a good friend, a trainer by the name of Phil Wexler, who used to say, you know, you do what you do part-time until it just pulls you out of what you've had to do. And that has been a huge help with a lot of people I've worked with to say, okay, keep your job, but work your business when you can. Work it in the evenings. Work it on the weekends. Give it time. It will literally pull you out of where you are. Wow. You know, I've never thought about a business venture like that, Pat. You said, you said work what you do what you do part-time until it pulls you out of what you do. What you've had to do. What you've had to do. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's great stuff, Pat. We thank you for joining us. And this has been My so pleasure. Exciting. Thank you. We look forward to the next segments coming up on Coffee Talk with Soy and Nevin. We thank all of our listeners for tuning in today. Please become our friend on Facebook. Find us on Twitter, Coffee Talk with Soy. And we look forward to sharing all of these great messages with you weekly, weekly at 10 a.m. 347-855-8743 is our call-in number. Please call us and share your thoughts every week. We look forward to it. Thank you, Soy. Thank you, Pat. All of our listeners, have a beautiful weekend. God bless. We'll see you next week.